BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wow. The 29th of October, 2021. The Eric Zane Show podcast has begun. Uh, Jimmy Stinson out of Portland, Maine. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you were to take one look at Jimmy, you wouldn't think that he'd have the ability to be that, uh, that freaking amazing on the guitar. I mean, he's just killing that, that jazzy, funky sound. I mean, you, you take one look at the guy, he looks like a fucking stooge. Totally kidding. It's a good man. Takes care of his mother. He's got a goat. And he's building a coffin in his basement. Like, wait, what? For his mom? No, no, for Halloween. I think. Well, you better hurry up, man, because time is of the essence here. It's it's going down. Jimmy's the guy who gives out all the candy to the kids, and he really goes all out for Halloween. And everybody's like, well, wait a minute, hold on a minute. This dude lives with his mom. Maybe he's a pedophile or some shit. Uh, No, not the case. Uh, the queen of the forest is uh, ready to go for Halloween here at the household. And I guess the day that the kids bang on the door is Saturday around here. But the the, the candy bulls are full now. And she has two bulls. Uh, full size candy. This is a tradition that her father uh, started. Well, I mean, he didn't start it, but she saw him do it. Like, you know, she spends a lot of cash on Halloween for the kids. Uh, Question, why not on Halloween? Oh. Um, Apparently, apparently Sunday around here in West Michigan is, uh, you, you don't blend Sunday with Halloween, which I know that sounds completely stupid. And I agree with you. It should be on Halloween. Uh, but where we live, everybody here in this community, um, they're, they're ultra conservative. And uh, 
Halloween is the devil's holiday. So if you were to uh, do it, actually celebrate Halloween on Sunday, um, everybody knows that a bolt of lightning would come down and kill us all. Now, that's just stupid and nonsense. This is not a satanic ritual. No one here is sacrificing the Virgin Connie Swale, for fuck's sake. There's a reference. Anybody get that? The Virgin Connie Swale? My money is Dirk will get that reference. Or Adam. Adam's going to get the reference. Rick writes, we had a battle. Oh, Rick got it. Dragnet. Rick wrote, uh, we had a battle in my neighborhood. We won trick-or-treating on Sunday, as well as it should. For fuck's sake. My God. But no, here in uh, Holy Roller, Hudsonville, Jenison, we got to do it on Saturday. Queen of the Forest has a bowl full of uh, full bags of M&Ms, giant candy bars, like the type of uh, a Reese's, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups with like four in there. You know, some kid is uh, is going to walk up and go trick-or-treat and get this enormous amount of candy just thrown into the bag. And I'm like, okay, so you got that. And then she has a bowl full of like small, uh, fun-sized ones. I go, so how do you differentiate? She goes, well, if I know the kids or if they're good kids, if I know they're good kids or if I know the kids, if they're asshole kids or I don't know them, they get the little ones. And I'm like, well, what happens if you get five kids on the porch? Four would be your Diana qualification for full size. And one would be either be you don't know the kid or the kid's a dick. And uh, I know some of you don't like to hear this, but kids can be real dicks. In fact, I would say uh, more than half of kids are dicks. You don't know that. You may not know that because they're your kids. So then I said to Diane, I go, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to, I mean, are you going to make the kid who's a dick? Are you going to ostracize him on the front porch? And she goes, no. Marcy says she's profiling. Yes, she is. I go, well, what are you going to do in that, in that case? She goes, well, then I'll just have to give the kid who's a dick a full-size bar. Okay. So if you have a kid you don't know or is a dick on the porch and is alone, or if it's two dicks, you're just going to give them the small ones. Uh, can Neil and I stop by again? No. Okay. Dean, stay the fuck away. God, you and your weirdo kid are not allowed on the porch. Hit the road. Sarah makes me laugh. Have the NFK pass out peanut butter covered candy. Oh my God. The NFK 
passed out candy. Okay. Uh, th- there would be feces particles on the candy. Chris gives out full size to everybody. Usually only gets 15 to 20 kids around here, around his place. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, don't ask me, Kate. She's got some weirdo policy. No clue. Um, people say that you should call kids dicks are the ones raising the dicks. Oh, absolutely. You know, the problem is parents, uh, don't, you know, set up boundaries and let these kids just kind of run rough shot all over them. So then they run rough shot. That's a word you use when you're an old man, rough shot, you're running rough shot through the neighborhood. These fucking asshole kids. Ah, holy shit. Uh, Kent says, I hope the NFK doesn't start using Nutella messier than peanut butter. Looks more like feces. Oh, let's just keep our fingers crossed, man. Oh, God, that was funny. When I go, Kevy, this is what the cabinet looks like. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Okay. Just so we're all on the same page. Today, I'm not doing anything on Twitch. I'm getting done with this, and then I am uh, uh, quickly uh, publishing it, and then I'm putting everything podcast-related to bed, and then I've got to get my uh, the back the start of my weekend to get to my nephew's wedding. Um, before I continue with that, Dirk writes, what is the NFK going to dress up as? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. That is not possible. Um, I can't, I don't even like to even think about those things. I just like to try to keep him calm and the car on the road. I cannot imagine that. You guys have been like, yeah, you should bring him on the podcast. Uh, Tyler says, I love the idea of the NFK handing out candy. Shit, fuck. What are you supposed to be? Some kind of fucking dinosaur? (laughs) Or perhaps double middle fingers to all the children? I'm getting a Franken-Penguin suggestion. Penguin-Stein. Patriot Nix says we're all on the same page, right? Someone's going to get a jar of Nutella for the NFK right now. Reverse trick-or-treat. Bring the NFK beer. I'm glad you guys are having fun with this. I have had to really assess my attitude. Uh, I mean, be honest with you. I I make just as much of a mess as him around this house. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's the style of mess. It's the, how it, you know, in the weirdest spots, I'll see feces smears or the, the, the refrigerator door with a coating of grease on it or, or the bed sheets where his head lays are discolored because of oil from his brain. Put your magician outfit on Zane and have him dress up like Frankenstein. Then sing putting on the Ritz. Shut up. What about the candy corn and the peanuts? Does the NFK reach in there? No, he does not, but he does touch the M&Ms, which I cannot resist. So I've eaten his asshole. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 
Monday, this show will be on Twitch exclusively. We will get to a point in a couple of weeks where it'll be on Twitch and Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But it'll only be on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for a handful of minutes. And then I'll say, hey, you want the full show? You got to go to Twitch. Go there right now and then cut the cord. But uh, there's a couple behind-the-scenes boring things that have to happen before we get there. But as it is, on Monday, what you see right now on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube will not be. It will be on Twitch. That's why I put on the bottom of the screen here, video live stream moves to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live on Monday. Now, if you're just an audio podcast listener, this doesn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. You don't have to worry about it. You just go keep doing what you've always done. Nothing will change. That will remain the same. The audio podcast will be uh, still um, downloaded wherever you download podcasts. Twitch will be different. And, um, okay. So I just wanted to throw that out there as a reminder. I, uh, I will eventually, I have my camera set up. That will be a, a separate camera view. So you can see it'll be a flat out dog cam because you can't, you know, sometimes you can't even see the dogs in here, but different camera views, just a lot more, uh, potential with that platform. Uh, a lot of behind the scenes things that make my life easier. All right. And um, also uh, greatly reducing the risk of uh, Facebook, now known as Meta. Uh, we talked about that on the Patreon bonus podcast today, which I had recorded before this one today, a little earlier. Um, I'm sick and tired of being shut down on there. And then Twitch is all one source. So I highly encourage you, if you want to be able to see the video live stream and enjoy the show the way you're used to, you must go to, instead of facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page or YouTube and Twitter, you must go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane live and click follow. And then I'll see you at the same time, Monday through Friday. Okay. I, I, I highly recommend you do that or else you get nothing. All right. And there's just a lot more advantages for your old pal, Eric Zane on Twitch. To further the show, there's actually a way to make money on Twitch that is a lot uh, easier to attain than Facebook or Meta. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube make me uh, very little money. Twitch options to make some money. And I am all about many small revenue streams. Many small. I don't make a killing on any one thing, but you bundle them all up together. Revenue from the free podcast, revenue from t-shirts, revenue from cameo, things like that. In this case, Twitch, it all allows this free podcast to continue to grow, keep the roof over the heads, puppy dogs, uh, fed vet bills paid and on and on and on. Nearly three years, nearly 700 episodes later, we're still slugging it out. And I thank you. I am recording for Compound Media this weekend. Some of you are like, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, The folks that run Compound Media, Anthony Kumia's network, I have made friends with. And they have given me yet another chance 
to do another show for them. Some of you do subscribe. Most do not. That's okay. If you want to take part in it, I suggest you sign up for a few days free, which you can do at compoundmedia.com. Or keep it going. A lot of great shows on that network. He's got dozens of shows, Anthony Cumia, with some of the brightest minds in comedy on his network. And plus, Anthony's show from the OP and Anthony show is the uh, is the cornerstone of that network. Well, they've given me uh, an opportunity. I did a pilot show months ago. They said, all right, it needs a second look. Send us another show. So I did a second show. I th- and then I might have done a... Th- I cannot remember if this is my second or third or fourth show. I I really don't remember, but they said, yeah, okay, keep sending them. So I think I've won them over enough that I can do this. And uh, I think E-Rock, who runs the network for Anthony, he feels bad because I'm like, well, hey, dude, I want to do this all the time. And he goes, yeah, I know, man. But I mean, my God, that's, that's asking a lot of you. And I go, you don't understand. I've made great inroads in growing the uh, podcast because of Compound Media. The exposure I've gotten is remarkable. So um, being able to put a show on there in front of um, thousands more people on a semi-regular basis is huge. Compoundmedia.com, I will record this weekend. Now, a lot of the things I talk about on that show are uh, stories that I've um, talked about on this show. Uh, because I do my show every day, obviously, of the work week. So, But uh, doing it um, kind of a different style, and it's only an hour. It's no big deal. So there you go, compoundmedia.com. Yesterday, not exactly going hard on uh, any type of uh, semblance of eating appropriately. Yet again, finished the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and I had sushi on my mind. Tempura, California. Philly roll. Yeah. Uh, Sakura in Granville, Michigan. Dude, I've, uh, after I got into sushi a few years ago, um, this place, my God. A menu like you wouldn't believe. I don't, they're not even a sponsor. I don't care. Holy crap. Since discovering this place, and it's a freaking chain restaurant, but these dudes crush it. If you like sushi, that's the place. Um, I've been all over looking for something as good. I can't find it. We went in there, crushed it. Egg, uh, egg drop soup to get started. Which kind of, when you look at it, it's like looking at jizz in water, egg drop soup. You know how like jizz in water gets that weird type of, what's going on here? That's what egg drop soup is. So I don't know why I consume this soup, uh, soup, 
sued. What? They're like, what are you doing? Terry says, uh, I'm allergic to sushi. Every time I eat 50 or 60 pieces, I puke. Jason says, is that a hibachi place? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what the lion's share of the business is. Yeah, you know, dude shows up with his cart, his hat. Uh, he'll do uh, uh, onion um, made to look like chimney choo-choo. He does that. He lights, he puts the oil on uh, and, and and lights it on fire on the, on the grill. And everybody goes, oh my God, and kids freak out. And then he'll... He'll, he'll, he'll throw the, the shrimp into your mouth. They do all that. Tyler says, Eric, asshole of the day for ruining egg drop soup for me from now on. Uh, yes. So, absolutely awesome. Murdered that. Then we got to go and we got to pick up the RV. The motorhome. Uh, I have, I store it at a place. You give them a few bucks a month. They store it for you. It's awesome. For years, whenever it's time to get the thing out, to take it like this weekend, we're taking it for this wedding, which is just going to be so much fun. Eric, this is very rare. Eric, Diana, cause everybody's gone their separate ways. They've all grown up, you know, Eric, Diana, Jim, Jack, Maddie. Okay. I can't really think of a, a Jim hates motorhomes for some reason. My son is frightened to death. This the dumb bastard watched a bunch of videos of uh, dash cam footage of people uh, seeing where their motorhomes lose control and go flying and rolling and all their shit goes flying out as the sides rip off. And so he is petrified of crashing in a motorhome. I'm like, you idiot. I go, that's because those morons driving those things are driving them way too fast. My motorhome hasn't even been over like 63 miles an hour. We don't pass anybody. We just sit there in the right lane. You got to drive a motorhome like you're on vacation every time. They don't handle like Corvettes. It's a rolling home. Eric, Diana, Jim, Jack, Maddie. Jason says, what about the NFK? Not going. He does not know who uh, this, these people are, my brother, uh, and his, his son's getting married, my nephew. He, doesn't, he has no idea who these people are, so he's staying here. So if you guys want to show up, Andrea says, are you leaving him alone all this weekend? If you show up here, you guys can have a big NFK feces orgy if you're into that. I don't want to know about anything. The Duchess says, who's taking care of the dogs? Well, I'll tell you who's taking care of the dogs. Lisa at Dog on Spoiled. There's a free one for you. Is taking care of the dogs. In beautiful Jenison, Michigan. One of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, Megan says, does the NFK need a sitter? No, don't do that. Just stay away. He's got it. He's got, we've got every safety precautions. Uh, he's got his phone. He can, he can use that. Jason says your, your house will be in shambles. No, it, well, maybe a little, but I'll, I'll clean it. The Duchess says feces orgy, two words that never belong together. Years ago, 
I'm at a uh, fucking, I don't know, high school volleyball game or a basketball game or some something at the school when my kids were in school. And this little redhead comes walking up to me. Eric Thane? Yes. I need to take care of your dogs. I go, oh, yeah? What makes you say that? She goes, because I'm good at it. I go, oh. I like your moxie, little redhead. Doesn't surprise me at all that you would have the boldness to just come walking up to me and deliver that short soliloquy about yourself. Considering you have red hair, I've been a part of that for a good portion of my life. So you don't intimidate me with your forward redhead charms. But I'll think about it. Uh, We had been taking our dogs to someplace far away and dropping them off whenever we needed to go someplace. I'm like, all right, lady. Month, about a month or two later, I call her. I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you a try. She goes, well, you can't just drop them off like that. I go, what are you talking about? She says, I need Bordetella vaccinations and all the other vaccination proof. You need to bring that in. You can't just bring your dogs in here. What if they're diseased? I'm like, oh, fuck you. Oh, my God. Took her all that shit, and now it's a regular thing. We need the dogs uh, watched. We take them over to Lisa's. Jay says redheads have no soul. Well, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. They do too. Redheads are God's gift to the planet, for God's sake. All right. So off we go. We go to pick up the motorhome yesterday at this place I was telling you about. And you call the day before and you say, hey, so-and-so. Uh, we're going to pick it up. She goes, okay, what time would you like it out at? Uh, Thursday, anytime afternoon. Okay. Now, a little bit of background. I've had no problem with these people. None. Until the most recent time that I dropped it off. Like I had used it up at Fear Bunker North. Drive it back there. You park it in the place, in the lot. You take the keys, you drop them in the drop box, you leave. That's it. The next day they show up, all the keys are in the drop box. They take the vehicles, the rigs that are there and put them in the indoor storage. That's it. I drop it off on a Sunday night. On a Wednesday, I get a phone call. Hello, this is uh, this is uh, uh, Tamara from so-and-so. Uh, you want this put away for the year? What are you doing? I go, what are you talking about? Yeah, your uh, your rig is here. I go, yeah, I know. Well, do you want it put away? I go, yeah, per usual. She goes, oh, well, it's here and no keys. And I go, yeah, they're there. I dropped the keys off. You did? I'm like, yeah. So it's been out for days? Yeah. I go, oh, no, I definitely dropped the keys off. Okay, let me double check. Never heard from them again. So I assumed it was put back in. And I assumed correctly. They they found the key. But that was a little bit weird, don't you think? You lost the keys to my motorhome? It's been sitting outside for days? I pay you to put it in storage. So what happened yesterday was hot on the heels of that shit show. 
Yeah, Thursday afternoon, please. Okay, it'll be out. Thank you for your business. No problem. Okay. Yesterday, Queen of the Forest and I, we get done gorging ourselves on sushi again. We drive to the place and it's not there. What the fuck? Where is it? So we start, we go and we drive over to another area where I guess maybe we thought it could be. And there's a bunch of other ones lined up that look like they're getting ready to go in like winter storage. Nothing. Oh my God. So we do another lap. We drive around this facility. There's all sorts of these big barns and garages and pole barn sized places where people put their shit, you know? So, uh, driving around and I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, the, the dodge up on the grass and looking and I'm head I'm pitch black. I'm shining the brights on looking down the uh, corridors of in between barns. Where the fuck's my rig? All of a sudden I, uh, turn my thing around and uh, I see a gigantic fucking pickup coming at me with brights on. So I take my, turn my brights off and, uh, I slow down. He slows down. I'm like, I'll bet you this is somebody in charge. Dude rolls down the window. He goes, can I help you, sir? I go, yeah. Um, and at this point, I've already called the place. And it's, uh, we're closed. Leave a message. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I'm getting ready to leave a message. I see the headlights. I go, oh, I bet you, I bet you this is a dude. And I go, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, you can help me. I called to get my rig out, and it's not here. He goes, oh, who are you? And I tell him who I am. He goes, oh, yeah. Um, well. I'm, I'm the man, me, me and my son or brother. I don't know the fuck. They're the ones that do the ones that remove it. And somehow the fucking thing fell through the cracks. He goes, well, as luck would have it, we're here. We can get it for you right now. I go, well, that's the luckiest thing in the world. Now, what I wanted to say was who the fuck's in charge here? What the fuck is going on with you guys? Last time I drop it up, you don't put it away. You lose my keys. You call me confused as fuck. And all I did was what I've done for years. Drop my fucking rig off. Put the keys in the thing. For five years I've done this. And now you suddenly can't find my keys. And then I ask you to leave it out. And you fuckers forget. And I, I just by luck, I find BJ McKay and his best friend Bear uh, tooling around from this in this fucking lot who are now going to go and get my fucking rig. What's going on here? Raise your hand if you got the TV show reference that I just mentioned. BJ McKay, and this is his best friend, Bear. Who remembers BJ and the Bear? Chris! Dennis! I don't know what Dean means when he says stacks. Greg Evigan. Oh my God. You guys are so old. Yeah. Wasn't that uh, Greg Evigan um, would ride around that? That was trying to, uh, there was a time in the culture where uh, America had a love affair with truckers. We had the, C.W. McCall song Convoy and then the film with Chris Christopherson Convoy okay uh, Smokey and the Bandit uh, with uh, I mean that was the, half the fucking show was related they're taking the Bandit they're, you know he's you remember I don't need to give you the fucking plot points of Smokey and the Bandit 
uh, eastbound and down. Yes, we were in love. America was in love with truckers. What a weird time. We were in love with truckers, evil Knievel, disco. Ugh. What a weird time it was. And then we, all right, hey, let's go and make this uh, TV show about this trucker, Greg Evigan. Now, I don't remember shit about the show other than Greg Evigan was wearing one of those puffy vests with like a flannel shirt underneath it. And his hair was uh, 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 parted down the middle. It looked like Dirk's hair now. And then uh, he had a monkey next to him. The monkey was named Bear. And fuck, I don't really recall what he did. Was it a comedy? Did he solve crimes? Was it a drama? Did he fuck the monkey in the asshole? Uh, I can just imagine the, the, the horrible things that happened on the set of BJ and the bear with this fucking monkey. Uh, Dennis says, I'm sitting in a semi-trailer as we speak, keeping America moving. Thank you, Dennis. Oh, yes. Spinoff show. Sheriff Lobo. Dirk has gotten a synopsis of BJ and the bear, a trucker and his pet chimpanzee travel the highways of America, getting into various adventures and misadventures along the way. I'm not sure what came first, BJ and the bear or Clint Eastwood in the films, every which way, but loose any which way you can. Remember Clint would drive. He had an orangutan next to him. And then he'd go right turn Clyde and the monkey would punch whoever was out of the window right in the face. And those, and those uh, uh, bikers were trying to give Clint the business. Holy shit. We, oh my God, the fall guy, all of over the top, the film over the top, all these shitty things. That were part of the culture, and we we ate it up. We were like, "Oh, this is so great, man! What a what a great movie! What a great show! Holy shit! Dukes of Hazard. It's all MAGA. This is okay. Uh, MAGA people still watch that shit." My God. All right. I did not expect to have a huge breakdown of uh, various trucker-related things, and I don't really recall how we got to this point. I think it has to do... I was telling you about the motorhome. Oh, yeah. I, I referred to the dude as BJ McKay and his best friend Bear, who was getting my camper out. Well, anyway, it was just fucking dumb luck, and this is... Seriously, if they had not been there, that would have really fucked shit up for me, okay? Because then I'd be doing the show today, and Diana would have to call them, like, right now when they open, say, hey, what the fuck is going on? And then we'd still have to go get the fucking thing, and all I want to do today is have some fun, is get in that thing now as it's in my drive and get the fuck out of here. It wouldn't have been possible. Thank God they were there. 
But get your shit together over there. The fuck are you guys doing? How hard is it? I drop the thing off, put the keys in the thing, you put it away. You draw money out of my account every single week, every month, I should say. When I need it, you get it out. No big deal. How hard is it? Okay. Patreon is done for today. I did it before this show. You must hear about the bullshit with Facebook. Thank God I'm getting off of this uh, this mess for the live stream. Okay. Um, they have decided that they are changing their name. This is so dumb. What a colossal waste of time and energy. I talk about that and a few other things. I went for about a half an hour. No big deal. Uh, when this show is over, consider signing up for my Patreon. I suggest just trying it because then you're out. You, you go into it like, well, I'm probably not going to like it, but I'll throw five bucks at it just to see how it is. And then try it out for a month. If it stinks, cancel it. No big deal. You tried. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am going to spend your money, but uh, you might like it. I think you will. Five bucks a month. Try it out. That's all audio. No video involved in that, but it's the cheapest option. Okay. If you like it, try the 10 bucks a month, which is the audio, the video, all the live streams, bet on Ben, Zoom, all that stuff. I should say Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Zoom. Oh my God. Great audience yesterday. Great audience every week. You can convert it to a yearly for either tier one or tier two, which is five or 10 bucks a month. And I'll knock 10% off the cost. So what was 60 bucks for a yearly audio membership is now 54. What is 120 for audio video live streams is 108. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. 15 plus hours of content every single week. Um, while I'm at it, the Lost Zane recordings, I published them. I made it a point. This episode is uh, has an edition of Dear Meathead on it, and I included that in the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. You must listen to this. It's available for free for everyone, wherever you download podcasts, because it's my dad um, five years back in time. You get an idea of... He sounded a little different then. I, I'll just say it. He was a little bit more sharp. I don't think he had yet been diagnosed with dementia. It's a little bittersweet, but interesting nonetheless. The open and the live stream of this show right now brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, who just signed on as the presenting sponsor for Twitch. Thank you. So they sponsor my Facebook. They sponsor Twitch. They've been a sponsor for quite some time. They go way back. And I appreciate them so very much. So if you need a vehicle repaired and you are in West Michigan, please help me by supporting them. That's how the the podcast, the free podcast works. Without this little type of uh, engagement here. I'm nothing. So reach out to them when you need an oil change, a transmission fluid change. What do they call that? Radiator fluid flush thing. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Your brakes. 
uh, wheel alignment. Maybe something a little bit uh, more serious. You're like, oh my God, this thing's falling apart. They keep your car on the road longer. They keep it uh, maintained. If you're like me, you don't know shit about cars, you take it to them. Reach out, 616-532-6600. The owner is a lady veteran named Jamie. Sergeant First Class, if I'm not mistaken, from the Air Force. Am I getting that right? Anyway, Jamie and her husband, Eric, uh, run Irvine's. But she's the the big swinging pecker that uh, is in charge of everything over there. Uh, And then Megan, the the multi-talented Megan, who always enjoys the show with us, is, uh, well, she's a, a huge cog in this whole machinery. Six one, I said cog. Six one six five three two sixty six hundred for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. The Mario Flores uh, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage reminds you that you can get a mortgage. You might be like, "Ain't always hear you talking about this guy," but man, I had a bad divorce. My credit's in the dumper. Let him try. Quit assuming you know everything. Let Mario see if he can work his magic for you. Get you out of paying rent. Get you into a mortgage. If your credit score is great, this will be an easy process. Let him work his magic. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. Thank you very much. Uh, Get you a mortgage from anywhere in the United States with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. All right. Very good. And then, of course, uh, the Mar- uh, I, I mentioned that, sorry. Blue Frost IT, thank you guys so much. Bringing you Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. They sponsor the Twitter, and I encourage you, if you have a small or medium-sized business, to consider them. Just remember, you might not need them right now. I mean, if, if you were smart... The smart thing to do, I should say, you are smart, but the smart thing to do is uh, make them your managed IT service provider before anything weird happens. That way, if you do have a tech issue, the amount of time to get you up and running is very short because he's already, uh, you know, you're in the same universe. You're paying the guy to be there ready for you at your backend call. 616-285-50. But if everything goes ape shit at your business, uh, back to the monkey references, um, and then you got to start from scratch. Hey, uh, Zane told me about you. Uh, uh, you got to, you know, there's there's a few steps that have to take place before you can get that stuff fixed. So take care of it now. Drop an email, uh, an email info at bluefrostit.com. Okay. Michigan, Michigan State. Yes. I think uh, uh, number six and number nine, is that what I'm understanding? BCS poll. College football rankings. BCS standings. Uh, Is this right? That can't be right. Hang on a second. 
2021 college football rankings for week nine. Georgia, number one, 7-0. I do not buy this Cincinnati bullshit. No. That team, though 7-0, is shit. They will not be in the playoffs. Fuck them. Alabama, 7-1 at three and ahead of Oklahoma. Oklahoma would be three if they didn't look like shit against horrible Kansas. Okay. Now, on the outside looking in, the Buckeyes and Michigan. Now, if those two went out up until the season finale between Ohio State and Michigan, with the winner getting into the playoffs, oh my God, that will be absolutely incredible. Ohio State 6-1, and one, Michigan 7-0 and oh this year. This weekend, on the road in East Lansing, is the game. This is the test. This has taken too. It's taken too long for Harbaugh to be uh, a a a well a formidable coach with a formidable team by winning a uh, a road game against a top twenty five opponent. It, it's been non-existent. He must win this game. He must. Will he? No. That is not happening this weekend. No fucking way. And I don't root. I don't care. I'm just telling you. I got a feeling. A feeling deep inside. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling. A feeling I can hide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I got a feeling. That's it. 35 to 7. The Spartans will destroy the Wolverines. Oh, no. Wolverine fans going to be doing surrender Cobra. Like, oh, what the fuck happened? We were doing so good. Michigan State's like, fuck you. You're not going to come in here. We got couches to burn. So with that, Michigan State will probably, boy, I don't know if they would leapfrog Oregon because Oregon's 6-1 and one and 7th, ranked 7th. The Spartans are ranked 8th, according to this ESPN poll. Some polls have them in a different spot, but I'm just going with 6 versus 8. Whew, boy, but if Michigan does win, that will be huge. Um, outside of that, outside of Michigan State, I don't believe Iowa's got a shot. There's no way. Out of the outside, I mean, Michigan State barely has a shot to get in. I don't even know who Michigan State plays for the rest of the year. Um, outside of the Michigan game, Michigan State football schedule. Do they even play Ohio State this year? They do. Okay, good. Well, if Michigan State wins out, they will be in the in the top four. You know? And then there's the Big Ten Championship. The Big Ten Champion has got to be in the Final Four. So it's either going to be Michigan, Michigan State, or Ohio State. Holy shit. 
I love this so much. This is more entertaining to me than the pros. Well, maybe not. Last night, holy shit, the Packers. Oh, no, here they come. Oh, fuck me. They've won seven in a row. I hate them so much. Holy shit. Um, my God. All right. That was an insane game last night as the Packers, um, beat Arizona. Kyler Murray goes down. Holy shit. Undefeated Arizona is done. Brett Favre after the game is holding up seven fingers. Like, look at me. Look at me go. Holy shit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, you need to know that I did not plan this, but you won't believe it. We have a visitor in the waiting room. Now, can anybody guess who is waiting in the waiting room? Um, any guess, any guess on the live stream? This is our last show on Facebook, our very last show on Facebook. So it would have to be someone very special getting a suggestion. It could be huge. Um, some other people are weighing in. Kevin is like, Bill, Jason says dumpster Kyle. Um, hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, the NFK, Jeffrey, who I do need to get Jeffrey in here. And then I, I, this is almost like a threat. Theron writes, uh, better not be Cardiff. Now, come on now. Uh, Tyler said, did he just say Brett Favre was playing? I probably did say Brett Favre. What an idiot. Uh, I would mean Aaron Rodgers. I was distracted because I saw our guest is showing up unannounced. Um, you're holding a sign that says Thursdays with Cardiff and it's, it's Friday. We discussed this segment was going to be called Thursdays with Cardiff. Thursday is not representative of a day of a week. It's more representative of a Thursday attitude. So please, welcome everybody to episode one of Thursdays with Cardiff. Make sure you unblock Cardiff using the hashtag unblock Cardiff. You got, uh, you got a lot of hate uh, last week. I mean, I had people so upset at me about your appearance last week. That's fair. But some people are upset when I help them earn profit, ROI, growth, and income. So... I'm here today to help more people in your audience become more successful. That's what Thursdays with Cardiff is all about. Thank you again for the great idea, Eric Kazane. I'm glad I could bring this to the people of Michigan. Does the microphone even work or is it a prop? It actually sounds like you're in a, a, a hollow hallway. See the red light? Okay, so let's get started. The first thing I'd like to say is whether you think you can or you think you can't, 
You're right. You win, Eric. I think. <laughs> I like how you lean into the mic and it doesn't actually get louder. You fucking asshole. Thank you very much. I can see you laughing behind the goddamn mask, too. Excuse me? <laughs> Cardiff, I, under, I, I, I heard something recently. I think you have a musical acumen. I think you play bass. Oh, that's the big controversy on the internet right now. There's a fake Cardiff, and he went on that show that I will not name, and he pretended to be me. It was terrible, but we found out that it was actually Sal Manila. Sal Manila was the original bass player for the Isotopes, a very terrible band based in the Rochester area. Now, Sal Manila was upset that he was kicked out of the band, and he decided to strike back, and he used my good name and reputation on that show to attack. Do you have any idea? I had I actually lost uh, I lost friends and listeners from the last time you were you were on here. You realize that, don't you? I mean, people were so upset at me about this. At uh, I mean, I, I there were a few who who understand you and the and the uh, and the, and the joy that you bring. But some people, it's it might have been the most polarizing thing I'd ever done on on the podcast, Garden. Well, the thing is. Finally, your show is emitting some type of emotion from the audience. So congratulations to you, Erica Zane. Congratulations to you. Cardiff, um, can you give us a little background on the mask? It looks similar to what is used in the film Halloween. Okay. I get a lot of questions about my mask. See, it's apparent that in states like yours that don't take COVID-19 seriously, no. they do not believe in wearing masks. No. But here in the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network studios, it's a law. You need to wear a mask and gloves whenever you come in to record an episode. So thank you. Please wear a mask and get vaccinated against COVID-19 and the Trump virus. Cardiff, uh, I have to conclude. I can't spend too much time with you. I, I, I can only do you in small doses. I have to appease the audience as much as I can because as much as I love talking to a legend, uh, and some of the audience does as well, uh, Amanda is referring to you as an asshole. What do you have to say about Amanda calling you an asshole, Cardiff? There's only one thing I can say to Amanda. The sun himself is weak when he first rises. And gather strength and courage as the day gets on. Cardiff, those are some real words of wisdom, and I encourage. I, I'm happy that you're not taking the low road when people are, are are saying terrible things to you. I think that that's uh, that that's a virtuistic thing that you're that you're doing there. Thank you. Please sign the petition on Change.org to help unblock Cardiff. Okay, Cardiff. Um, well, I, I appreciate you. You know, well, I'm going to be on Twitch next week, so there's a couple other lo uh, hoops we have to jump through if we're able to get you on, but I can't guarantee that you're going to be on because I lost a friend last week because of this exact segment, which is not your fault. It's not my fault, um, but I there's a couple. I mean, it's a little bit more of a process to get you on Twitch. Well, 
I'm already on Twitch. I am a very famous Twitch streamer. I've been running a Twitch stream for many, many years. But all I do have to say is, 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 would I rather be feared or loved? Easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Okay, Cardiff. Um, thank you. Patriot Nick uh, says hello to you. He loves you. Uh, Mike Pellerito loves you. Uh, let's see. I I'm going to go over the people who love you because I think um, that you're uh, kind of starting to win people over one at a time. But, but before I forget, the past can hurt you, but you can either run from it or learn from it. So I think it's good for your entire audience to learn from the Cardiff Electric Podcast. And Thursdays with Cardiff is a free peek into the world of Cardiff Electric, where you can learn to be more successful in your life. Isn't Absolutely. that great? That is great, Cardiff. Hey, I, I tell you what, I thank you so much for being here. You have a great weekend. I'm not sure what your plans are if you do anything fun. I was probably going to rub my nipples. Cardiff, you don't have to share that information. It's a little too much. Okay. Okay, thank you, Cardiff. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> there he goes. Wow. Um, this reminds me of those dressed like, uh, people dressed like Max Headroom and broke into the TV feed. That's horrible. I don't know what the hell that is supposed to mean. Uh, Rick refers to him as a douchebag. What? What are you doing? Uh, Kenny says block Cardiff. Theron says low road. It doesn't get any lower than Cardiff. Uh, Dirk says that makes Bob and Tom sound hilarious. Terry says another one gone too soon. And the Duchess says, please, this is awful. Jason says a whole bunch of stupid. Look, um, any guesses as to who Cardiff is? I do not know. Okay. I have no idea who this is. Um, there was a clue that was given and I'm giving you that clue only because I witnessed it myself. Okay. I witnessed it myself when I was hearing Cardiff uh, and he says it wasn't him, but I don't believe that. Um, playing the bass. I heard it myself. So, all right. Thank you to Cardiff. That is, uh, that is very kind. I don't know if you people realize this. This is the most uh, famous internet uh, podcast on the internet today. That's absolutely true. The most famous is an absolute legend. This is good for the show. Okay. This is really, really great for the show. If I can be in the stable uh, of shows with Cardiff electric, that means thousands more people will be exposed to this. Perhaps even millions. Look at Robert gets it. Cardiff is the greatest podcast I've ever listened to. If you search Cardiff Electric Podcast, wherever you download podcasts, you will see for yourself. I made an appearance on his show. Kenny says, go to hell, Cardiff. That is extremely harsh and hurtful. 
Cardiff, I know you're still there, aren't you? Cardiff. Cardiff, you fucking asshole, where are you? Hello, Erica Zane. <laughs> it, it must hurt when he says, go to hell. I mean, seriously, what the hell is, on, is well, going on here? It's, it's, the problem is, Erica Zane, over the years, you've created an audience of hate. But Cardiff Electric Podcast Network is devoted to creating a love. And it takes time for people to change. The circle of change is an interesting one. But we can use a push and pull strategy to bring your audience towards the light of Cardiff Electric and love. Did you just copy that off the internet? I don't think you made that up on your own. Of course I made it up on my own. I am a genius. So now what we need to do is make sure that the audience is all singing from the same hymn sheet. You know, Erica? I'm here, Cardiff. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> but let me ask, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Cardiff, I, 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 I can't, I can't do this anymore. I got, I got, I got to let you go. I'm out of time. <laughs> All right, bye, Cardiff. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Um, you guys think I know who that is? I do not know who that is. I have no clue who that is. I've given you all the information. Um, Patriot Nick, I'm sending you a link. Uh, let's see here. All right, buddy. Incoming. Nick, when you get it, click it. You need to get in here. We need to discuss what is going on right now. All right. Uh, everybody is pissed again about this. Uh, audience members are actually leaving the live stream in disgust over this. And I cannot figure out why. Just like you didn't know who sounded like you on the radio, you're insulting your audience. I mean, these are harsh criticisms. These are really, really harsh criticisms. I long for the days of fake Beastie Boys gags versus this horse shit. Kyler likes, see, I think that I am winning people over. Let's bring Patriot. Nick, I saw you there and I see Cardiff is back. Patriot Nick, go ahead and get on the live stream, buddy. It looks like he keeps trying to do it, but then it, it's not it's not sticking. Uh, Adam says, are you getting texts and emails about it yet? I have my phone on Do Not Disturb. I'm a professional. I'm trying to do the best that I can. Cardiff is showing me his belly right now, folks. You asshole. Um, yeah, Nick, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you. Let's talk about, so let's change the subject for now. Okay. How about we do that? 
We will change the subject for now. I know it's difficult. I know you guys want to talk about Cardiff. Let's talk about lap dances in the school. All right. Hazard, Kentucky, in Perry County. The school district said disciplinary actions were taken after photos posted to social media allowed showed high school students giving lap dances to staff members. Hazard Independent School District Superintendent Sandra Combs said she was made aware of the images on Tuesday and launched an investigation the following day. The pictures were posted on the Hazard High School athletic page, but have since been removed. They are still circulated on social media sites and show scantily clad male and female students appearing to touch and dance in front of staff members. What the fuck is going on here? I found the photos of inappropriate student-led activities that had since surfaced on social media. The district has the responsibility to address these issues that arise out of school-based activities. As a district, we are doing exactly that. Now, I don't know about you, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it depends on who you talk to. In this day and age, you get people that are completely outraged with something like this and others uh, that are like, ah, no big deal. I think this one, actually, I would be outraged if I found out that my daughter, yeah, if my daughter was giving a lap dance to, uh, to a teacher, yeah, I would be pretty upset with that. This actually happened. Uh, I found photos of inappropriate uh, uh, student-led activities that had since surfaced on social media. The district has the responsibility to address these issues that arise out of school-based activities. And as a district, we are doing exactly that. She said appropriate disciplinary action has been taken, but could not disclose further information because it involves a personal personnel matter. Oh, come on. The lap dances occurred during homecoming festivities at the school, which is located about 20 miles, 210 miles roughly from uh, Louisville. The activities are driven by the students and are supposed to be fun and good natures, uh, good natured, but did not play out as intended. The district has not identified any of the students or staff involved. All right. Well, this doesn't surprise me that the students would want to do this. It surprises me that the, that the teachers were like, yeah, go ahead and grind your ass on my dick. Good job. All right. Hang on a second. Here. I cannot figure out uh, why I cannot get Nick on here. So I'm just going to call him. It's very important that we do this because a lot of you are thinking that Cardiff is Nick. But Cardiff plays bass and Nick is working and he doesn't have time. He doesn't know how to play the bass. Hey, I, I tried to get you to click in there. I know it wasn't working. Hmm, I, I kept seeing like it was trying to. Yeah, it would try and then it would stop. I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Now I have you on uh, on the phone. Yeah. And I have uh, I have Cardiff also in here. 
He was playing the bass, and now he's covered up his screen. Do you have any questions, Nick, for Cardiff? Cardiff, I love the show, man. Keep it up. I don't know why your mic is not working. Thank you. Oh, okay. You were able to hear him. Good. Uh, yeah, Car uh, go ahead, Nick. Uh, talk to Cardiff. Hey, Cardiff, I love the show. Keep it up, man. Thank you. I can't hear him, so. Yeah, he uh, he said thank you. Do, you. do you have a question for him? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, the one question question running through everybody's mind is, uh, who are you, Cardiff? Yeah. You are uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. He always podcast on the internet today. All he said, all he said was Cardiff Electric Podcast, the most famous podcast on the internet today. I mean, that's an appropriate answer. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you love Cardiff, right, Nick? Uh, yeah, Cardiff's awesome. I Nick, what show. do you have to say to people who hate Cardiff? Uh, I mean, you got people like Kenny that you know he, he's sitting there saying hashtag block Cardiff. I mean, I think it's hashtag block Kenny. Okay. All right. Well, um, very good. Uh, I, I tell you what, I, I wanted to get you two together. I'm bummed out that I couldn't bring you in face to face, but uh, it's not working. I, I, I that really bums me out. So we're gonna have to come back and try that again. Okay. It's oh, okay. I've met Nick before. Awesome. Me and Nick used to hang out at the bar. We get Coney Island hot dogs together. <laughs> uh, Nick, he says that you and him used to hang out at the bar together. Nick, I'm gonna leave it right there. Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. All right, Cardiff. Uh, I gotta, I gotta permanently put you down for the day. I have to do this for the day because people are gonna kill me. Okay. All right, buddy. Is that okay? Okay. Have a good one. Happy Halloween! <laughs> so pissed. Um. More guesses as uh, as um, as to who this could be. Uh, the Duchess has revealed she loves Cardiff too. Um, some people are suggesting it's John and Jenison. Some people are suggesting it's Dirk because he protests the most and he plays bass. All right. Uh, tell me what you think of this. Everybody wants to be pissed off about this story, and I think it's fucking great. Fox News reports Florida school board member takes elementary school students on field trip to gay bar. Um... And then they wrote, quote, so honored. So I'm guessing someone who is with the, uh, maybe the school board member is saying that or whatever. Maybe, uh, you know, it, it likes, likes the field trip. Now, I want to ask people in the audience, if you found out that the school is going, you know, like a school, schools oftentimes go on field trips to uh, uh, places to sh give kids a taste of uh, the behind the scenes of whatever, the zoo or uh, how a restaurant may work. I mean, hell, when I worked at the radio station, uh, field trips would come through all the time. This is the studio. This is her. This is uh, these are the microphones. The guy's talking. This uh, school board member decided it would be a fun trip to go see the interworkings of a restaurant. 
okay? It happens to be a bar that is gay-friendly. Now, I don't know if the Broward County School Board member was like, hey, let's go get some gay in our life, or just wanted to go see a restaurant and uh, reached out to this one. Maybe this person goes to the restaurant. Who the fuck knows? But as a parent, if my kids said, dad, we're going to a bar or a restaurant and we know that it's where gay people go, I don't give a shit. Okay. The way Fox news is framing this story, uh, to the fucking morons who would subscribe to something like this, they're going to be outraged. So I'm asking you audience members are would any of you be outraged if your kids went to a gay bar uh, for a field trip. Okay. Now to be perfectly clear, it's not like they walk in and there's two dudes, butt fucking by the hostess stand. It's just a restaurant. Okay. Nothing more to it. You got maybe a rainbow flag behind the bar, but it looks like any place where you would go and eat. You would have no idea really that this is uh, uh, a gay bar. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter really. And I, again, I don't know what the intention is of the school board member, but how would you feel if your kid went to this? And Adam says, hold on, is it a gay bar or a restaurant? Well, it's a restaurant that serves drinks. There is a bar there, but it's a restaurant uh, slash bar and gay people go to it. But it isn't like just go there. It's not a fucking nightclub. It's a place to eat. Okay. And it's gay friendly. How would you feel if your kid was going to that? Would you pitch a fit? All right. Nathan hits the nail on the head, in my opinion. He wrote, it's fine. Kids are all about equality today. And you're absolutely right. They have a broader scope of the world. I know this because I have a 19-year-old. And they have done a marvelous job in the schools. The schools get a lot of shit. But they've done a marvelous job in our schools creating the atmosphere of, hey, you know, this, this, this is it. This is the world, and we all got to get along, so let's do that. And I'm all for that, okay? I really am. Now, I'm not gay, and, well, you know, honestly, I find that a little gross, and I should. Just like a gay person would find heterosexuality a little gross, and they should. Because they are homo and I am hetero. Thus, eh, gross. However, I don't give a shit. I don't care. If Jim came home today, my son, and said, Dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been in the butthole my whole life. And uh, from now on, this day forward, I'm going to be inside of buttholes. I'd be like, dude, you knock yourself out. It's unfortunate because you have a, a wife and kids. Uh, well, kind of a wife and it will be a wife before too long, but that's fucking horrible. That part of it is horrible. But if you're all about butthole, you're all about butthole. Ain't a GD thing I can do about that. All right. That's the way the world is these days. Gone is the caveman mentality. At least we hope, you know, uh, Dennis says, I don't have any, I don't have any worry whatsoever. 
to issues. If it was during a gay show, I have a problem. No, that has nothing to do with it. If it's just a restaurant field trip, who cares? Exactly. Exactly. No, no, no. It's not like they're walking in and people are BFing on the floor. And No, no, no. Nothing like that. Um, Jason, who's a fucking caveman, uh, writes, I would absolutely have a problem with it. That does not surprise me at all. He says, it's not just a restaurant and it's not just a field trip for educational purposes. It's an agenda. How do you know? How do you know that? An agenda. You fucking moron. They're trying to teach these kids that the world is full of different people. If you'd get out of your fucking Cedar Springs fucking MAGA uh, uh, castle, you might see the world differently, you idiot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Holy shit. Jason's the guy who's going to say, oh, fuck that. No way. I don't want my kids exposed to the gays. Ugh. Gross. Oh, my God. I can't believe. No, I can. I can. Jason says, take him to Applebee's then, not to a gay bar. That's not the point, you fucking dummy. The point is, it's a, it's a, it's a view of the world that this is a thing. There's equality. Your kids are so need to be so much more open to this shit than you do. Oh, my God. God. Fuck. Well, anyway, I love how the dipshits in the world are making this seem like it's a fucking big deal. Uh, some idiot on TikTok uh, wrote, or on Twitter wrote, a school in Broward, uh, Broward Schools District took elementary age kids to a gay bar on a field trip Sunday. And this person wrote, read the menu here. Some very disturbing titles for elementary age kids. So the way they make it seem, I'm looking at the menu here. And uh, I'll share it with you. Jason, have someone in your presence read the menu to you. Let's see here. Here's the, uh, here's the menu. And, um, oh my God, this is so, so questionable. Okay. Now the way they describe it, it's going to say like, uh, semen encrusted salmon and, uh, a uh, butt fuck straw hat and, uh, 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 whatever. Get yourself an anal amaretto, uh, popper or whatever the fuck. The big dripper wrap grilled mahi sandwich. A Willie cheesesteak, Key West Club, Coach Cl- Yeah, they make it sound like it's something really, really horrible. Outside of the big dripper rap, which, I mean, that's very veiled if it is a, a... I mean, your kids get so much worse than that when they're online playing video games. So all these uh, patriot idiots are getting way offended by all of this and say, no, my God, we got to protect the children. Oh, my God. Oh, no. What are we going to do? So this post uh, goes on and talks about, um, this is the gay bar. Here are the kids posed outside of the gay bar. It's a bar and grill. They make it sound so much more sinister. And there's the kids all lined up. 
Their face is all blurred. They're all just going to go see how the restaurant works. Here's the menu. The school where this occurred. And then they uh, dox the school board member. Okay. Some young, some young lady. My God. Yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't really see any problem with the menu. You're all, you all should be ashamed of yourselves. Uh, this person wrote good cause in the world today. Kids should have a chance to learn something new. You don't like it. Mind your business and let the schools, teachers, parents, and kids do as they please. Those kids are smarter than the adults. In my opinion, backdoor boneless wings is not on the menu. Kenny writes question where all the other restaurants closed. Why'd they have to go there anyway? Well, because they wanted to. Because, well, first of all, um, yes, it, it, if it is open towards a uh, welcome, all welcoming, that's a great example to set for them. Field trips require permission. That's a great point. So the parents signed off on it. I guess you got to take it up with them. Uh, the people that are pissed off about it are like, oh, yes, they made the kids go. <clears throat> Sam M., who's another caveman, writes, oh, no, by all means, we should make the idea of fucking another man in his shithole cool. God. Nate says, I'm with you, Jason. There you go. Oh, they're all coming out now. Uh, all right. Dennis writes, hang on, I got to clear my throat. Dennis writes, what if this place is locally owned and very successful? Wouldn't it make more sense to visit this place instead of a corporate national chain? Just a thought. Uh, Sam, who's also a huge homophobe, wrote maybe the last couple of drag queen Last couple of years of drag queen story hour and little kids doing sexual dances for dollars videos has made us on edge about this stuff. You're an idiot. You are a stupid, stupid man. My God. I knew, I knew I would pull something out of you idiots with that story. I knew it. John writes, as a parent, I would want to be the one who opened up the way the world works rather than a school. I know better what my kids are ready for. That sounds stupid to me. Are you telling me that your kids have no idea about that type of living, that there is a preference in the world and we should... We should uh, embrace people for who they are and, and try to be accepting on the planet. Is that what you're telling me? So at your pace, which means you'll never address it. All right. That's called parenting, Kenny, Eric. Oh, yeah, right. Like you would address it. You're no better. You just would, would turn a blind eye and you would say, that's evil. That's evil and a sin, and you're going to go to hell if you decide to lick an asshole. That's what you're going to do. Oh, my God. 
Uh, Patriot Nick says, you didn't get shit from me. The school is responsible for math, science, and history. I am responsible for everything else beyond that. Oh, you guys are so wrong in this. So wrong. All right. That's enough of that. Thank you for engaging me. Don't put words in my mouth, dude. Hang on. Let me bring in Cardiff here. Yeah. Cardiff, uh, I have a question for you, buddy. Thank you for engaging me. Cardiff, are you there? Don't put words in my mouth, dude. Cardiff. Cardiff. Pizza. Cardiff, are you there? Pizza. Pizza. Hello. Cardiff, if your kid is at school and they took your kid to a gay bar on a field trip. How would you feel about that? Well, I would feel wonderful because due to a farming accident many years ago, I was not able to have children. So the fact that I was able to have a child to go to a gay bar would be fantastic. I would be very happy. Thank you, Cardiff. I appreciate your input. Did is you see the, my sorry. offer? Yeah, uh, I'll have to go back and look at it. Is, is the bass guitar near? I don't play bass. Um, what I was offering is I know you look like you're looking... <laughs> You're looking like you need to pee soon. So if you do need to go tinkle, I can take over the show while you tinkle rather than playing mindless Uh, music. I don't know if the audience is ready for that, Cardiff. Um, So you're saying they would rather stare at nothing than listen to the great Cardiff Electric podcast. Well, I think you're still in the process. I think you're you're in the process of starting to win, trying to win them over. I mean, I've seen many people have, have, have finally agreed that you are a talent, but not everyone. You can't please everyone. I know. I know. Cardiff, um, I, I noticed you started to laugh a little bit there in that last, uh, just before you started talking. Though, I, it, what, what the hell is so funny, Cardiff? It seems like you're getting the giggles. I don't recall, but I am watching The Office in the background. Maybe it was something that happened there. Okay, thank you, Cardiff. Okay, bye. Dirk says, saying, this is jumping the shark. Some would argue it never even got on the skis. Kenny says he's getting tired of pausing and bumping ahead. Well, you know, I mean, Kenny, to be fair, um, do we really need to go down the path of things that you have done that have tired you know, every living soul that you interact with on the planet today in existence, alive, inhabiting with you. Do we really need to open up the can of worms of things that have grown tired of you? Look at now you... Oh, he's pissed. He's he's swearing at people now. He's going back. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. We, I, ladies and gentlemen, I have a, I have a, at times in this fun-loving show, have had to call him and say, Kenny, we need to stop attacking people. We need to stop doing this. We need to. St- 
uh, I, I know uh, I, I'm about to go say sorry. I'm, I'm about I'm about to go. I, I, I did it again. Oh, I did it. So now it's getting to that point. You know, it's starting to get more real. You know, you got to still understand, Kenny. At the end of the day, you still have a limited number of satisfied customers in your universe. There are, at the end of the day, the audi- if the audience had to choose between, Kenny, settle down. If the, audi- if the audience had to choose between Cardiff and Kenny, 99 times out of 100, they would still choose Cardiff. You are still barely on the practice squad here. Okay? So you just you just need to consider that. You see, look at, I mean, Dean, he is choosing Cardiff over Kenny. Um, and, and you have yourself to blame for that. You have uh you have really set an an absurd precedent. Even Dirk would choose Kenny. He says it right there. So we just gotta we gotta get along. All Nick said was, if you don't like it, Kenny, you're just going to have to go away. Uh, now, eventually, I know, like, uh, Cardiff continues to win supporters on this show. Uh, Kate is now a huge fan. Um, I mean, I, I, you, you guys are putting me in a tough spot here. Michelle is a Kenny fan. Kenny over Cardiff. All right. So just relax. Everybody's going to get along here. We must be pals. If the, if the audience members are Alec Baldwin with a loaded gun and Cardiff and Kenny are in front of them, the majority of the audience is going to aim the gun at Kenny. Where were we? Let's continue. So anyway, K-Bar field trip, I say, is a good thing. Sam M. and Jason are wrong, and they're knuckle draggers. And so is John, and so is Kenny. And anyone else who believes that. You are dumb, narrow-minded fools, and you should be ashamed of yourselves for being so discriminatory. Absolutely horrible behavior by you. Anyway, Horizon Hydroponics invites you to check them out online. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything indoors, that's where you need to go. Call upon them and you, they will send you whatever you need to anywhere in the USA. Orders 250 and more, they will ship it for free. Could be fertilizer, soil, uh, whatever, uh, uh, an aerator. I, I know all these things because I've learned them from John. Horizon Hydroponics. Shipped anywhere in the U.S. for free. Orders $250 and over. Or you can order it online and pick it up with no shipping if it's under $250. If you're local, Alpine and Grand Rapids, Byron Center, Kalamazoo, and Lansing. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout and you will save 10%. Uh, thank you to the, uh, to my policy shop insurance. 
<clears throat> Hang on. Damn it. I think and when I turn the mic down, you can still hear me coughing a little. Call or text Frank. 616-914-4070. Buyinsurancehere.com. With the marketplace opening up in uh, Monday, you're going to want to be on board with Frank. So reach out to him now and say, Zane says you can help me get into a better policy on the marketplace. What the hell is he talking about? Is this true? He's going to ask you for some very basic information and then he'll get to work on it. And well, what, how it went for me was I was paying next to nothing for a shitty policy and boy, was it a lot of -of out-of-pocket medical expenses. He said, okay, Zane, um, we're going to do this, that, and the other thing. You're going to pay a a little bit more, not a lot more, a little bit more, but you're going to be in a great policy. Did you even know you could do this? No, I wasn't aware of that option. Well, that's because you don't do what I do for a living. That's how it works. 616-914-4070. We got uh, comedy tonight. If you want to go to a comedy show, I know I'm, it's kind of a conflict of interest because my old pal Adam Deggy is at uh, Dr. Grin's tonight. And that is absolute conflict of interest with full house comedy. Okay. Normally I would not do this, but Adam is a great friend. Rodney Norman is at Rockford Lanes tonight and he's at Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon tomorrow. Go see a comedy show. Fullhousecomedy.com. All right. Gay bar, done. Lap dance is done. Uh, Surprise guest, done. Uh, Statement from Hannah Gutierrez Reed. 24-year-old armorer. Armorer. Who has been being dragged through the mud from her um, being on the set of the film Rust. She's like, fuck that. I had nothing to do with this. And I am blaming the, she's throwing the producers of the film under the bus. This is very close to becoming a criminal investigation as far as I understand it. She is speaking through a lawyer now. She has broken her silence. She was the one that everybody was like, oh, yeah, I heard her on a podcast. She said that she has no experience. Oh, yeah, she was in her first film. She was on the set of a film with uh, Nicolas Cage, and she fired off a round, and he got pissed off at her. She sucks. She's the reason why that chick's dead, and Alec Baldwin shot her dead. She's like, fuck that. I have anything to do with it. She uh, spoke through her attorneys, laid blame for unsafe conditions during the shoot on producers. I have some friends who work in the stagehands union, the same union that was on the set of this film. These people do whatever they do behind the scenes. Uh, They walked off the job. They were replaced with scabs. Now, that might have something to do with it, and that's a producer problem. This is a low-budget film. I was talking with Jeffrey, the guy I gave the kidney to. He goes, yeah, uh, a lot of times I I see a lot of productions like this where 
they'll have one star. All the money goes to the one star and everything else is massively cheap, massive corners cut. Um, And then you get this unsafe work environment. Meanwhile, a number of filmmakers are saying, well, going forward, we are never using a real gun again. And I'm like, hold on a minute. It's a movie. Are you telling me you with what you have for uh, uh, special effects, you can't take a fake gun that looks just like a real gun and make it look absolutely real? What? We have the ability to make a Hulk look real and a Thanos look real. I think we can manage fake gun looking real. Why the fuck is there ever a real firearm on the set of a film. That makes no sense to me. Um, The statement first reported by uh, MSNBC anchor Yasmin Vesogian. I only say that because she's Armenian. Yes. Says Gutierrez Reed was devastated and wanted to express her deepest and most sincere condolences for the family and friends of Hutchins, who she called an inspiration, an inspirational woman in film who Hannah looked up to. Uh, The statement then said, turn to uh, address some untruths that have been told to the media, which it said falsely portrayed and slandered Gutierrez Reed. Safety is Hannah's number one, uh, number one priority on set. Ultimately, the set would have never been compromised if live ammo were not introduced. Hannah has no idea where live rounds came from. Uh, the statement added that Gutierrez Reed and the Rust prop master gained control over the guns, and she never witnessed anybody shoot a live round with these guns, and nor would she permit that. All right. Um, according to Gutierrez Reed's account of the events, the guns were locked up overnight and when production broke for lunch and there's no single way one of them was unaccounted for being shot by crew members. The statement also asserted that Gutierrez Reed has never experienced an accidental discharge during a film shoot that's contradictory to what has been said about her, but identified two such incidents. One she said was the fault of the prop master and another caused by a stunt actor after being formed, his gun was hot with blanks. All right. Uh, so, yeah, she is saying, I had nothing to do with this. She then said the whole production set became unsafe due to various factors, including lack of safety meetings. Uh, not the fault of Hannah. Staven concludes by saying that uh, Gutierrez Reed and her attorneys will be making an additional statement next week to address more of these rumors and the whole incident. I I would guess uh, that this is going to lead to some type of criminal charge, some negligent homicide, something like that. My God. And then there's this Baldwin who I, I I don't, I don't have, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've heard people say, well, Hey, Hey, I'm a gun expert. He should have looked inside of the gun. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe. But um, proving that uh, he is at fault for negligent homicide might be a struggle. But uh, Fox News is like hounding this fucking guy. (coughs) Excuse me. And I find this to be disgusting. 
Um, Baldwin kills her. And of course, all the usual shitheads come out of the woodwork and say, fuck him, man. He's anti-gun. Yeah, I, I hate him. Good. That's karma on Alec Baldwin. He made fun of Trump and he hates, he wants gun control. You're an asshole. I don't want gun control. I don't like that Alec Baldwin uh, wants gun control, but uh, you know, truth be told, he's not going to be successful at it. No one will be successful at curtailing uh, you uh, losing your, uh, keeping your guns from you. No one will actually succeed at that. And just because he feels that way, you are wrong when you say, I'm glad it happened to him. You're an asshole. There's, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no alternative way of looking at that. You are in it. You will always be an asshole as long as you think like that. So the scumbags from Fox news are making a huge deal that this guy one week after the fact went to get some food. I shit you not. Alec Baldwin resurfaces in Vermont after rust shooting. Stuns local business owner. My jaw dropped. The actor was spotted in a small town picking up food on Monday, days after the shooting that killed cinematographer uh, Alina Hutchins. So, I mean, what do you expect? People are not, and all these people are commenting. Oh yeah. Unbelievable. I can't believe that it was got to eat dude. I mean, come on. He's not a fucking space mountain with his family on a vacation for God's sake. Oh yeah. I don't care. This guy is, I mean, he is guilt ridden. Imagine he killed a woman who was a mother and a wife. How do you think that guy fucking feels? Do you think he's happy? Oh, my God. So uh, Fox News is all over the story. They're hounding the guy. They're taking pictures of the poor son of a bitch as he's wandering around with his wife and kids. He's trying to get some fucking food. Um, Chris Stannard, the owner of the Italian market, told Fox News in an interview on Thursday that Baldwin, 63, was in fact on foot Monday picking up food nearby at a pizza place. Yeah, Monday afternoon he was there. I was taking out my trash. And uh, one of my acquaintances says, you won't believe it was just in here. Uh, TMZ shared the photo. That's rough. Uh, I know those poor folks over at the pizza place are getting bombarded more than I am. No, they're, they're, they've got to be very happy with this. Uh, the business owner added that it's a little crazy that Baldwin ended up in the small family-friendly vacation town to hunker down in the aftermath of the shooting, given that it's not exactly a spot too many high-profile figures pass through often. Uh, there's a couple celebrities who have come through town before, but this is pretty newsworthy for our little town. It's unclear if Baldwin was chatty with the pizza shop owners when picking up his food on Monday. However, he was dressed in black and by himself when retrieving his order. I, I, I found... I fucking love the fact that this guy walked out. He's facing the music. He knows that he's going to be bombarded with cameras. And he's like, fuck, you know, I mean, I got to move on. I mean, I, I hate that I killed that woman, but what, what the fuck do you want me to do? 
Um, and the uh, story goes on to whatever, uh, add the usual nuances of a, of a typical Fox news story. My God, this, uh, this mother, my God, 42 year old, uh, Helena Hutchins. She was absolutely stunning. What a horrible story. Unbelievable. And for people who sit in there saying, oh, yeah, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it happened to him. Terrible. All right. Is Grubhub acceptable in the morning period? Don't want to upset the media rules. Tyler says he's eating. How dare he? Was it an Italian restaurant somewhere near Stevie? You have to listen to yesterday's Patreon to get that. Cardiff, your thoughts on Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is a fine actor. But nothing is more fine than a flooring installation from Bennett Flooring. Is your, is your shirt off? Your shirt's off. You fucking asshole, put your shirt on. You can't even keep it together, you dick. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't beg to, you're wearing gloves and no shirt. You can't fucking beg to get on. And then I turn to you and you fucking can't stop laughing. You cock. No laughing. Thank God. Are you, you going to go tinkle now? No, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. Holy fuck. Terry says there's no way they can keep this gag up. He's totally, absolutely losing it. Folks, I have no idea who that is. I do not know who that person is. I swear to God on a stack of Bibles. I don't know who he is. All I know is is that he's been dying to get on this show and I go to him once to give me a sponsor read and he can't even get it out. Fucking horrible. All right, thoughts on who it could be. I'm getting a lot of people suggesting it is Dirk. Um, any other suggestions? Uh, Adam thought he was rubbing one out. Concerning Baldwin, Dirk is one of the people who is uh, who is tossing dirt on Baldwin's grave. He has been for some time. He's fucking crazy. He writes, the liberal media is doing what they can to protect him. That's why I said, fuck him. Oh, yeah, that's it. Frame it that way, you asshole. That's not what you said to me, you stupid dick. You, What you said was... <laughs> What you said was, uh, he's anti-gun. Fuck him. So now it's changed, hasn't it? Isn't that, isn't that what's going on here? You're the worst. 
Uh, some are suggesting it's Pellerito. Tyler says Eric's amusement with this bit is about as entertaining as an entire show of free beer and hot wings, including the five around the room segments. Oh my God. Mike is too vanilla to pull this off. Hmm. All right. A lot of threads on the show today. I realize, and I wanted to get out of here early, but there's been so much activity on this show. It's been very difficult for me. Still want to help your business. Just like we heard Bennett flooring installation. I want to help their business always. Uh, let me help your business. Okay. Reach out to me, Eric at ericsaintshow.com, And I can do just that. Thank you for the reminder on Bennett flooring installation. Reach out to Bennett flooring installation to have your flooring installed. You go ahead and do the heavy lifting, you know, ripping out the old stuff. You can go ahead and buy whatever you want uh, to put down. But when it comes to actually installing it, you need to call 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167. Bennett Flooring Installation will come to your residence measure everything out and determine exactly what the cost is to get that room done. Bennett flooring installation in West Michigan. If you're looking for a new line of work, it's affordable limousine. I want you to go to buscareers.com, fill out the form and it could be you. If you have a, um, a class B uh, license with passenger endorsements, you are all set. If you are experienced with a class B passenger endorsement, this is who they are looking for. You too can get in on this. Forget driving the school bus. Forget driving the dump truck. You need to be driving a shuttle bus, a uh, a coach, charter, a trolley, a limousine, a Hummer, whatever it may be, with affordable limousine. You'll make some serious coin, about twice as much as what you're making now for that same type of uh, license. Thank you to affordable limousine. Buscareers.com if you are interested. Then there's, of course, TC paintball. We are playing paintball, trying to get Cardiff out here. What would you think if we got Cardiff out here for paintball on November 21st? He'd have that mask on and then he'd put on his own like protective mask and a mask to keep the COVID out. And then we could shoot Cardiff November 21. That is if he's even local. I don't know that. I have no idea where he is. I have a feeling he's in Rochester, New York, but that's just a theory of mine. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com, okay? tcpaintballgr.com, and on November 21st, we're going to start, I think, at 4 p.m., and I'm not positive if we'll be outside because it'll be getting quite dark, but still, the paintball party will go off on November 21. I need you to RSVP if you're coming. I got four right now. That's all I got is four, and uh, that is Andrea, um, <clears throat> Rylan, Nick and Jason Schaefer. Okay. Jason Schaefer is going to want to kick my ass because I kicked his ass today for being a knuckle dragger. All right. TCPaintballGR.com. 35 bucks is all it's going to set you back. Reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. John and Jenison writes, I'd listen to Huge before I'd listen to Free Beer and Hot Wings. And there's no way I'd listen to Huge. 
I always skip past it when Eric makes the dumb decision to include him on the podcast. John hates huge. He hates him. What, what happened to you? What did he do to you? That was so terrible. I need to know that. I need to talk to you right now, John. I'm going to call you. Is it just because I don't think I have your number. Do I have your number? No, I think, do I? No. All I have is FaceTime. I'm sorry. Say that again. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Um, hold on. What? What happened? Why did you tell me hold on? I'm turn you off on YouTube. Oh, okay. What? Hold on. I'm having issues here. That's okay. That's all right. I I got nothing but time. I've been screwing with everybody today. Are you back? It was fine. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. Okay, good. Okay, so what in the world is your problem? Everybody here loves Bill. (laughs) Kenny Kenny likes him. Uh, uh, Sam, he wrote, listen to what Sam wrote. He wrote, I hated huge when you used to bash on his crater face, but not now. Ken, uh, Kenny says, John, I tend to agree with you, but huge isn't that bad. So it, what, what's going on here? What, what did Bill do to you that upset you so much, John? It wasn't that he did anything to me, but it was like when you were talking about the other day, when that lady, um, started going after people's employers, when they disagreed with her on Twitter and Bill used to do the exact same thing. I have, you know, and I had said, I have screenshots on it and yada, yada, yada. He was just, he's petty. He's mean. He's a bully. I don't like bullies. Bullies need to be punched in the nose. Well, all right. Let's say maybe he was a bully then. Uh, he's, he's not now. I mean, I used to. <laughs> you know why? Because he doesn't have the power of Hanlon behind him anymore. Oh, and he realizes come on. he has to humble himself. You're because- reading into it. You're reading just too much. You see, you can't go through life being mad at people. I'm not mad at anyone, John. I'm always happy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's almost as funny as Cardiff Electric. Um, now his appearance today, and he's no longer in the waiting room has been met with uh, great joy. Many people love this. I thought it was hilarious when he couldn't talk cause he was cracking up. I thought it was, you that see? was good stuff. That's why but- he's going to win people over. I know this. I know. I trust me. Anybody who doesn't like him now in a few weeks or months, they will adore him because they're going to get it. And it's already happening. I've already seen many people like I used to not like it, but now I love it. Circling back, as far as Huge is concerned, I'm glad he's got your back. He got you in over there, rebounded your career, et cetera, et cetera. I just, I don't like him. That's just it. Okay. Well, I think if you met him personally. and Andrea are right on every one of their political. No, no, no. Well, they're, they're MAGA scum is what they are. And we need to take out the trash. That's MAGA scum are garbage, rubbish people. Jason Schaefer is my spiritual animal. Negative. He may, I love him to death. I love him and Andrea, 
to death. But about the gay bar, they are 1 million percent wrong. And I voted for Trump. Hello? No, you didn't. I did too. I did not vote for Biden. I voted for Trump. Everybody knows that. then you told everybody that you voted for no, Biden. No, no, I, I didn't. I said, this is what I said, and they all know this. You were gone for a period of time because I was talking too much COVID. I voted for Trump. Yes. And then as soon as all the uh, fake election results came in and he was saying all this shit and he made all those crazy people storm the Capitol, then I said, I regret that I did that. That's what I did. Totally right. Didn't Hillary... Pardon me. I did vote for Hillary Clinton. I did. What I have confused. So I will. I will say, I was wrong. You <gasps> wait. What? Someday, Eric. Say that again. Well, wrong. <laughs> it's like Fonzie. And for those of us old enough, I was. It's <laughs> a lot of old. <laughs> Do you? Okay. Question. Do you remember BJ and the Bear? I do. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yes. You were talking about yesterday? Yeah, we were talking about old shows and BJ and the Bear came Oh, my up. God. That's incredible. I haven't thought of that since it was a show. And here you just talked about it yesterday and we're talking about it today. Yeah, must be it's going to be a reboot. Okay. All right. Um, you are a total scumbag. And uh, you're one of my favorite people on the planet. I love you. Fuck off. Thank you. <laughs> see ya. All right. So you see how this is starting to unfold. He is the harshest critic ever. He loves my segments with Dirk, uh, with, with Cardiff. <clears throat> He's a huge fan. It's starting to come around. That's how it works. I know what I'm doing. Sam says, maybe the biggest damn head I've ever seen talking about Bill. It's very rough. Uh, Nick says, I love Cardiff Electric and I respect that it's your show. Uh, Magazine. That's a new name. Writes, hypocrite liberals tortured my gay friends back in the day. I escorted gay kids to gay clubs as a teen and had a blast. Boy, aren't you the white knight? But yes, there was a shut up. You know what the fuck you're talking about. Fuck out of here. All right. Um, where was I? I don't even remember. How the fuck did I get on that? I have no idea. It's been a wild show today. I got to get one more member of the show on. One more member of the audience on. Uh, okay. This is, uh, hold on. Am I wrong about Bill's head, head though? Yeah. Okay. His head's big. Great. Um, Hi, this is Craig. I can't get to the phone, so please. Okay, I'm trying to get a hold of Dirk. I'm trying to get him to uh, to talk about 
He's on a conference call right now. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, man. I am so sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, at about the same time Dirk got on that conference call, Cardiff got out of the waiting room. So, all right. Look, sometimes uh, anything goes on a Friday. That's all I'll say. Monday, the show is on Twitch. Before we go, though, we have to do the asshole of the day. Where is my... Okay. Uh, Before that, though, remember, hire me on Cameo. Uh, Cardiff Cardiff should get on Cameo, frankly. Because if Cardiff was on Cameo, audience members would hire him and then send the cameos to people that aren't yet uh, fans. We're trying to build the audience for Cardiff Electric. So, But anyway, that's just uh, neither here nor there. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If you're in West Michigan and you need a dumpster, you call Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962. Call Not Black Emilio or Kyle and reach out uh, whenever you need one. Uh yeah, it's going to cost you uh, a lot less than if you uh, hire another dumpster company to bring their dumpster to your place because they price theirs lower. The uh, weight threshold is less. If you go to another dumpster company and get a dumpster, they price the weight threshold higher to a point where the amount of junk you throw in there would never reach that. You could load it full of bowling balls and it wouldn't do it. Okay, but you're paying for it. They don't do that. It's the first thing they did when they built their company to save people money. All right, reach out to Dumpster Divers, 616-375-9962. Senor Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. They travel to Rochester, New York. No, they don't. Uh, If you are local and you need your furnace serviced with a tune-up, it's just $79. I highly recommend you get on the schedule right now. Call or text 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. All right. The asshole of the of the day today. Uh because he could not keep character. The fucking chuckle bus Cardiff for laughing is the asshole of the day. Fucking idiot. I told you, you can't do this when you're stoned. How many times? I said, look, no pot. Do not smoke. Sure enough, what happened? The next thing you know, his fucking shirt's off and he's laughing. What an asshole. Uh, Dirk, you can't weigh in with comments if you're on a conference call. Okay. That's ridiculous. I already tried to call you about your bass playing and the mask that I'm making you wear. Okay? Absolutely horrible, Dirk. Unbelievable. Perfect opportunity to get the audience caught up and you fucked it all up. Okay. That is the week. For my friend Cardiff, for Dirk, for John and Jenison. For all of you enjoying the show. 
If I attacked you, you know I meant it with love. And sure was fun. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you down the road. Make sure you check out my Patreon from today about Facebook changing their name. Facebook.com slash Eric Jane fan page. Follow along there and we'll see you on Twitch tomorrow. Yeah, Sam's calling me unemployed. I'm not unemployed. I got a fucking job. I do this all day. I'm just the boss. Fucking idiots. Bye-bye.